Okay. All right. All right. All well, good. We should probably hit the music. Yep. Do you have it? I thought you had the music. No. All right. Somebody hit the music. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Feeding the Ducks. I am one of your hosts, Thumb Duck Kyle. Uh, and I am Joe. I put some respect on that name, man. This is Feeding the Ducks. Hit it hard. I'm not going to be doing that. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to take it slow and pace myself <laughs> out for this entire hour. All right. Right. An hour. Yeah. yeah, we ain't making an hour. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> Bedtime well, soon? Yeah, I'm tired. Okay. I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> All right, um, feeding the ducks. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, very excited to be doing this. Although, um, as the show goes on, my excitement will wane. I tend to lose interest very quickly. So, yeah, check me at the end of the show. Will do. This is uh, another attempt by us to put ourselves out there and bless the world with entertainment, if you will. It's very Catholic of you. Funny you should mention that. I've got some stories regarding Catholic schools, oh, but we can I, get to those later because you have cool. something you want to talk about. Yeah, well, I mean, like you said, we're we're attempting the podcast here uh, to get out, uh, just get our faces and uh, voices out there into the world. Uh, we have other made other attempts at doing uh, uh, stuff like that to kind of to go, and uh, both of us have both um, had a stand-up uh, comedy careers. Uh, to use the term very loosely. Yes, uh, I did. I go a, a little further back than you, obviously. But I um, I started stand up doing it at uh, Pip's Comedy Club in Brooklyn, New York. Very famous place. Andrew Dice Clay started there. Uh, mostly everybody, all the all the big comics from the 80s and 90s uh, traveled to Pip's. But I would I would go there. I would do a lot of sets there. I played in the city. But um, probably the beginning and the end of my comedy career was in uh New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans, New Orleans. New Orleans. One word, New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Yes. So I was out. I was out there um, for work, and uh, they had a um, auditions for their comedy festival, which, which was going to be a month later. So I was like, hey, I'm here. I got my material. Let me uh, let me jump into this. So it was at the Hard Rock Cafe there, uh, down the French Quarter. Um, re- I mean, the place was really packed. It was probably the most people I ever played to. A couple hundred, I think, were there. And it was a bunch of bunch of comics trying to get an audition for this festival. So I was lucky enough to go up second, which is my favorite spot to go up. Because if the first person goes up and bombs, you can only do better. Or if he does well, Give he set the crowd up for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I was second. And it was and it actually went great. It was one probably one of my best sets. Uh crowd was really good, just really funny. And um I made the uh uh made the festival. Okay. So that's pretty cool. This is my now now I'm climbing up that ladder. It's very wow. exciting. So a month later, I, I take a, a friend of mine. We go back to New Orleans, New Orleans. back to New Orleans. And uh, it wasn't quite the same, uh, uh, same outcome. No, <laughs> no. What, what I happened? found out, I found out that um, New Orleans at the time did not have comedy clubs. So these festivals were in different places, which were makeshift comedy clubs for the event. OK. And I got the. um uh this uh my set was going to be at the howling wolf which was a bar right it was about five o'clock in the afternoon um not the best time for comedy 
No, I don't know. No. Mid afternoon? No, no. People aren't drunk it's enough. It's always a good time for comedy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, me and my friend go there, and we get there, and he he jets right to the back of the bar and starts playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting to waiting to take my turn, and I get second again. So okay, this is gonna go great. I'm all I own this town. So the first person who goes up uh, was a woman uh, who's in a wheelchair, I believe. She had MS or, or some something to right. that effect. Okay. But uh, so it was amazing for her up to go up there and, and they up in the wheelchair doing a set. But the biggest problem was uh, my opening joke at the time was a, a special Olympics joke. And, yep. I know. I know this is this is probably the reason I'm not doing stand up anymore. A little hacky and a little canceled uh, after the first. Episode. Oh, man. Good job. Was, thank God it wasn't in the canceled days. So anyway, that doesn't I'm, matter. <laughs> so I'm a little. uh little worried about this. So I go to my friend who's still playing Donkey Kong and I say, what do I do? I, I can't start off with this joke. She's she's up there and he doesn't miss a beat, continues to play and just says, fuck them. They'll respect you more if you do it. So I thought oh, this is this is like a scene on a Rocky two or something. This is my big pump up moment. So no. I'm very I'm very excited. I'm very jacked up. No, no. Well, at the time, it seemed that way. So I said, yeah, I'm going to do this. So I go up. Get up on stage. I hit my first uh, first joke and I met with the, the look of sheer horror from the faces of the crowd. Oh, really? I, yeah. Yeah. I was, and I looked to my right and they are still lowering this woman off the stage in a wheelchair. So I wasn't going to win that crowd back. So I had a. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did you not notice that? I was focused, man. Focused. On the job ahead, which I probably shouldn't have been because I would have noticed and heard the sound of the going down the stage as as I started my set. So, yeah, so that uh, I had 10 minutes to do. I did it in about five, uh, grabbed my uh, friend over there with his great advice, and we hit Bourbon Street and uh, um, just threw beads at people the rest of the time. And that that was basically the beginning of the end. All right. First mistake. First, mistake. not your Rocky two pump up moment. No, Rocky no. two had gonna fly now. I think it did. Yes, you had the Donkey Kong soundtrack. <laughs> yes, this, this part is true. So, but I, I, I thought if Rocky two, she wakes up from the coma and she tells him to win. I, I said, this is it. This is the same thing. It was not the same thing. No. So, yep, took uh took off, and that was uh that was pretty much the end. After that, there was there was really. No sense in going back, but like uh, like father, like son, you took your uh, you took your swings. So going back to the aforementioned Catholic school, I went to a Catholic high school and uh, during one of my years, I believe it was my third year there. We had open mic nights in the middle of the day. So during lunchtime, they would open up the auditorium. Uh, how many people did you say you played to in that? For that one, yeah. that was probably, I would say 200. Were there. 200? 150, 200. Okay. Yeah, I, mine probably held somewhere between 20 and uh, probably held 100, 20 to 50 showed up maybe. Something crowd. like that. I, I've played in front of four people once, so that's a good crowd. I, I might have preferred that Yeah, based okay. on okay. what's coming next. <laughs> um, But I didn't do bad the first time. Uh, Quite the opposite. I did pretty well, which probably was worse set an unreal, uh, unrealistic precedent going forward. Yeah. When, when you do good the first time, it kind of, yeah. I think this is, this is going to be easy. I was, I was did a little, did a little 
too well the first time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we had these open mic nights and I had been writing in this notebook just like kind of one liners and puns and stuff like that. Then occasional like long stand up bits. I called it the composition was brilliant. <laughs> Even put a volume one on there like Ooh, I was going to actually oh, fill it wow. up. <laughs> so I, so I, we have extra paper in the house is what you said from the notebook. OK, just if the notebook even still exists. <laughs> but uh, I, I had wrote something and I figured, screw it. Let's let let me uh, let's let's go up there and try it out. And so I had this whole bit about high school being the best four years of your life. Perfect material for high schools. I know. Uh, but when I got up there, I got this amazing opening opening line that I didn't write down. I walked up to the room full of high schoolers. I went, who here's still in high school? Hooked them immediately. <laughs> so I, I, either anyway, I ran through my set. People loved it. People laughed. It felt good. I, I built a name for myself. <laughs> then I started I started I started doing the planning and going getting ready to do the next one i i hit that promotion hard i made a i made a promotional poster black and white image with a crown poorly photoshopped i think because i was i wasn't as good as that back then you made a you made posters <laughs> not 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 physical posters for talent day okay okay hey promote yourself there wasn't a physical like i didn't print them out and hang around the school although i should have uh if i could <laughs> i'm not going to be able to find the image We'll make one up. Uh, but it. if I can, it'll be behind <laughs> us. Um, and so, yeah, so I, I made this black and white poster of me and it, it was thy comedy comes and I put it up on like social media, I think. And I'm like, stay tuned next week. And then it kept getting rescheduled. <laughs> I forget all of the reasons, but I'm, I'm your, sure it. Your posters it, have the date. Yeah, it's the postponed <laughs> low tickets, all that. But um. So finally, the director of student activities, who I'm convinced hated student activities, <laughs> uh, finally said, all right, let's finally let's do another do another round of these open yes. mic nights. And so I, I was prepared. I had a, I had a I had a bit. I did. I worked on the bit. I probably could have fine tuned it, but I, I but I did practice and stuff. So it's not like I went head first in promotion and nothing else. So all style, no substance. Exactly. I go up, I go up there. I, I sign up or whatever it was. And this kid before me does Mad Libs. So I'm going second, second per se in the comedy. But I will say Mad Libs is tough to follow. That's tough to follow. <laughs> well, <laughs> you'll see. Uh, so at, at one point they need a name. And I believe it specifically said uh, famous male or something mm -hmm. along those lines. And one of my friends threw out me because I had a YouTube channel at this point. I was making all the all the You're big huge. bucks. You were huge. Mm -hmm. uh, so one of my friends throws at me, whatever. Someone else in the back of the crowd yells out Ron Jeremy Ron in a Jeremy. Catholic high school. Ron Jeremy, you said, huh? Uh-huh. Ron Jeremy, okay. You want to... Fill well, our I'm, audience in who aren't uh, 50 years old. <laughs> Everyone knows Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy happens to be one of the most famous male uh, pornographic movie stars. And he is, um, let's say, a very big star in the business, Mr. Jeremy. Um, unfortunately, uh, uh, his later life has not been good to him. I believe he was... Uh, Arrested for sexual assault or something, can't stand trial because he's incompetent. But in his day, 
Let me tell you something about Ron Jeremy. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about Ron Jeremy. That's what, that's what I say. Never heard of him. Heard so, of him. <laughs> let me ask you this: as a Catholic school faculty member, yes, what do you do in that situation? Because <laughs> you have two options, and only two options: mm-hmm. you shut that shit down and admit you know who that is. Not good image for Catholic yep. school. Mm-hmm. Or you let it go. <laughs> I think you gotta let that go. I think you gotta. Hope most of the crowd doesn't know a bunch of 15, 16 year olds in 2000 was a 17, 16. I don't think they. Yeah. 2018 uh, around maybe. Yeah. I don't think uh, it wasn't quite his um, peak, if you will. Well, this story keeps going. So they might have said something, but they didn't like like they shut it down lightly. But the, the event kept going. So now it's my turn. I go up there and I've got this whole set about how Monopoly is a game and how long it takes and something about grandma in there, I think. Um, That's not the important part. The important part was I got my first heckler. And I didn't know how to deal with that. So the kid stands up and starts saying things. And my brilliant strategy is wait for him to finish. (laughs) So I'm on stage like this mic in hand waiting for him to be done <laughs> and do you remember what he was shouting out not or? at all oh, okay, no okay. just just being there to be there okay and uh mrs anti-student director <laughs> anti-director <Anti-activities>. student activities <laughs> anti-social uh, shuts him up that was that was strike two ron jeremy had his turn uh, this kid this kid was number two, two. <laughs> and uh, soon enough, strike three comes up as his friend stands up and says to this faculty member, paraphrasing, did you shut him up because he's black? Oh, there you go. There you go. You're out. You got to keep the racial she, harmony. And <laughs> she she cleared out that That's auditorium. It. That's it. <laughs> She's like, we are done. And it, it never happened again while I'm still on stage. <laughs> so everybody cleared out your place. I, I'm still standing there, mic in hand, they, waiting for the heckler to finish. Did they shut the light off while you were still <laughs> on stage? I don't know. I don't, I don't think we had the luxury of lights. <laughs> so tumbleweed comes across the stage. <laughs> as bad as that was, better her than me. I didn't want to get that comment. <laughs> so you had in, in this uh, Catholic school talent show comedy festival, you had pornography, you had racism. <laughs> nice. Anything else? Any sexism? Any- <laughs> not <laughs> not from that particular okay. moment. All right. So and uh, like so a- there there goes my longstanding stand up comedy yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I had. Um, I'll give one more one more, and then we'll we'll move on from this uh, debacle, if you will. Uh this was in Jersey, a uh, comedy club. Um, did a, uh, a set that this well, there's a ton of comedians this night at this at this show. It's like, like 15 or something. A long, long night. Anytime you go to a show and there's that many, it's going to, no matter how good the guys at the end are, it's just people are done. Well, with if it. what everyone got, like you said, you got like 10 minutes that last time? That, uh, New Orleans was 10. This, this was about five because there was so many comics. Still, that's. 
That's too many. Yeah, it's too many. But but one of those uh, comics uh, brought pretty much most of the crowd. This was a weeknight, slow night. So he brought about 20 of his friends, which was about 90 percent of the audience. Right. So the owners of the club, obviously, are going to put him on last because they want to keep the crowd. Because once he goes on, he's done. They're going to take off. Yeah. So they want to keep him there. They want to keep the drinks going and stuff. So uh, I did good again this night. This was another one of the good nights. 50 50 usually. Um, and, but after I was done, I sat there. I waited to the end. And this kid, you could see he was getting his, his his group was getting more and more annoyed. He was getting more annoyed as he waited and waited and waited. Finally, he went up at the end and he just didn't do it. He was so angry. He just started cursing the club out and whatever. And it lasted about 30 seconds and they shut him down like your teacher did. And now his friends are all pissed off. He's pissed off and they're outside the club and they're waiting. They're they're, they're just they're drunk. They're angry. And they're waiting for whoever comes out of the club first. That would be me. <laughs> so I come out and I see them start to surround. And I, I go right up to the kid. And this, this is me. This is, this is how you survive in this world. I go right up to him. And I say, man, you were good. <laughs> I don't know why they cut your mic off, man. You were really good. I wanted to hear the rest of your act. Kind of took him aback a little bit. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that. He was expecting to punch me in the face. <laughs> So he automatically said, hey, man, thanks a lot. I thought you were good, too. And all his friends were like, hey, yeah, you were good. I'm like, thanks. I, I, I really hope to see you again. And I got the hell out of there in a hurry and let the next poor bastard deal with that. So that's how I survived that one. Survived on stage and I survived uh, in the parking lot. Got the hell out of that, that situation. So um, that was probably funnier than, than most, of my, uh, most of my career at that point. And that ends the comedy segment of our show. <laughs> Nothing funny from here on out. No, no, not much before either. <laughs> no, you continued with stuff, and 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 we both both did. As uh, I went into more of the behind the scenes writing portion of it, um, doing a couple of independent films, uh, did the Jersey Devil. We won some independent awards. Uh, worked with some great people. Worked with some fun stuff. Did some did some fun stuff. But now we were working on. Um, Working on a new series uh, called The Undesirables. Uh, we shot the pilot. We are on the festival circuit right now. What the pilot do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why good. I quit stand-up should, comedy. Should really go back and write that one. <laughs> we filmed. We filmed. <laughs> we filmed the pilot um, uh, last year, and we're. Uh, we're shooting around the, the festival stars, Jason Muse, Clerks, Jane Silent Bob. Uh, very funny in it. Uh, so that's where we are with that. Um, more details, I guess, on this show. We'll bring it up as we hit the festivals and uh, eventually um, get it out into the world. So as uh, so I continue to uh, just go behind the scenes because I don't belong in front of a camera, as anyone who's watching on YouTube can see why I'm behind the camera. Um, but I continue to write and continue to do stuff. Yeah. I decided to take on every role and start a YouTube channel uh, that includes writer, editor, cameraman, in front of cameraman, special effects team. And uh, I got to say, most of those people are very incompetent at their jobs. <laughs> Should have fired that those guys. Uh, yeah, I, I don't just I kind of not do them sometimes. Okay. <laughs> so fast. This was before the comedy incident, I believe. 
Uh, I started my YouTube channel. I'd done gaming first. Mm-hmm. Um, and fu- funny enough, I didn't know how to sync video and live commentary yet. Yeah, I, I don't understand the whole the whole gaming thing. You play the game yes. yourself. Yes. And you comment live on the game you're playing. Yes. Okay. Why? Well, because I used yes. to play video games back in the day yeah. and I used to talk to myself. Yeah. So that was it. That that's so it. So I I was a pioneer. Well, I was an originator. Y- yes. So okay, okay. I did this, but I didn't know how to do live commentary. So I would play the game and then voice over it in iMovie. <laughs> iMovie. Yeah. I'm guessing a lot of people don't use iMovie when they're doing mm, this. No. Okay. Okay. Just asking. Uh, they also don't. In... They also don't do voiceover usually. <laughs> Later on. <laughs> you should have dubbed it in different languages. <laughs> now they do that. No, okay. Kind <laughs> of. It depends who it is. But uh, yeah, so I did that. And at one point, I, I branched off into skits. And uh, I had an idea to make a parody of one of the trends going around at the time, which was calling some kind of fictional character at some ungodly hour in the night. The skit. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. The, the, the skit. Yes. Or, or I should say the trend was the trend. to act like you are calling some kind of fictional character at like 3 a.m. Okay. As in you turned off all the lights in your room and had one light on to make it look like night. So you're the whole thing is like you're you're waking up like what's like fictional character like Mickey Mickey Mouse Buzz Lightyear. So, so you're waking them up in the middle of the night with this prank phone call. Is that the, not, the not even it's not even that it's like, oh, they're 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 monsters at 3 a.m. Yeah, I don't get this. Go yeah, ahead. no, no, I, nobody <laughs> did. But kids are easy to exploit. So, OK, OK. The ones who make yes. money decided to hitch on to that and okay. milk it for all it's worth. Some of them okay. might still be doing that to this day. Um, and to that, I say, grow up. Anyway, uh, 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 they're making money on it. I don't have I don't have the tax <laughs> records to confirm or deny that. OK. Anyway, I decide. Nah, this is dumb, and I'm going to point out how dumb it is in this cool video of mine. I decided to make a parody of it. Oh, I see what you're doing. A parody requires planning (laughs) and jokes. Wait, so this was like your social commentary on the trend, how much cooler you are. Yeah, I was ahead of my time. (laughs) So ahead of my time that I thought I didn't need a script or a plan or anything. My plan was I went up to my friend in school that day, said, hey, you do a pretty good Terminator voice. I'm going to call you sometime tonight. Act like you're the Terminator. And that was it. Hey, improv, man. Sure. Pre-planning's for losers, sure. man. <laughs> so I had no jokes planned out. I had no jabs at this trend planned out. And it ended up just being another stupid one of the trends. And my friend, God bless him, <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> exactly. Had no idea what was going on. And you know how well that did? How well did that 1. do? 1.5 thousand views. Wait, what? 1.5 thousand views. I don't think that's how you say that. What do you mean? I think it's either 1,500 or 1,005. I don't think you use the point for thousands. YouTube does. Does it? Yes. So that's 1.5. One point. It's written as 1.5 K. Okay. But you say it 
as fifteen hundred or one thousand five hundred. Maybe every time I hear the point, I think millions. Oh, sorry, I'm not that good. Okay, well, you you kind of, I don't know. Anyway, uh, for the past five years, it was my most viewed video on my old channel that I could not overcome, no matter what I did. The closest I ever did was uh, an Among Us video where I went into the game's files and changed the Among Us skins to look like the Mandalorian and Grogu, which is Baby Yoda. Among Us is the one that uh, they did the HBO show on? No, that's The Last of Us. Oh, is it a sequel? No. So it has nothing to do with it? Not at all. I'm going to stop talking. Pedro Pascal has no affiliation with Among Us yet. (laughs) Okay. And so... That got 1.2 thousand views. 1.2,000. Yes. We got it. Can we can we check that? Is there anybody who can check? No, that? we don't have it's a, really bothering. We me. don't have a third person to <laughs> fact check us. Okay, where's our producer? It's one point right here. <laughs> 1.2,000 views. Okay, we'll go with that. And so, and then I made a video using paint markers, Posca markers, to draw in an old jean jacket I had. Pasta markers? Posca, P-O-S-C-A. Oh, okay. okay. They are basically painted marker form. Okay. And so I made a little short about that being like before and after. That finally got 1.1900 views, <laughs> which <laughs> is... That doesn't sound uh, wrong to you. Uh, just say I it. said it right. What'd you say? 1900. I thought you said 1.9... Oh, God. Okay. <sighs> Maybe, okay, I'm going to start listening to the show. Go ahead. Nine, 1,900 views, which was pretty big. I'm like, oh, cool. I finally beat it. But it was a, it was considered a short, which is a different type of video format from the other one. And so I'm like, okay, kind of, not really. And then finally, one I made into Ben 10 finally just recently surpassed uh, it with 1.9 thousand views. Is, no, this is all on what channel? What's this the is the Kingpin channel, which I believe is now renamed to Kyle Pepitone. Okay. I What's figured it? if I put in words that are phonetically spelt correct, I might get more subscribers. How'd that work out? Um, jury's still out on this. <laughs> well, you've done, I mean, you got over 100. That's not Yeah, bad. it was like Start 230, and... but it, it was getting, okay. getting too cluttered. I didn't love it, but I'm not, I got to. The gotta big thing with you, you're, you're like me in that you start and stop. Mm-hmm. That That's kind of our uh, yeah. MO. We start and we, we get excited. Like I said with the show. <laughs> I'll start waning in my excitement. Yeah, how you and how you holding up? Yeah. Okay, I'll make it. <laughs> so okay, so you're you're making the attempts. You're making the attempts, and it's it's weird to get uh like doing those videos and stuff viral. Is uh it, you don't know what or why things go viral. Um, I just watched a documentary on uh, Netflix. It was called um the Machete. Machete wielding hitchhiker, okay. I believe is the title. I believe it's Machete, uh, and I th- I'm thinking this is going to be a great horror film. I'm really, uh, really excited about it. But it turns out it's a documentary, and uh, people might remember this about ten years ago. Uh, this hitchhiker named Kai, um, he uh, he goes he get hitchh- he hitchhikes as a hitchhiker would do. Yeah, uh, and he's in the car with this guy, and the, and the guy starts to lose his mind, start talking like he's Jesus Christ and stuff. And suddenly plows into a bunch of like utility workers, pins a guy against a pole. Uh, 
and just flips out and gets out of the car and starts attacking women. So now our hero, okay. Kai, uh, happens to have a machete in his his bag as a hitchhiker would carry okay. with him. Yeah. And he gets out of the car and he attacks the guy and he saves the woman and he's like the hero. So a local reporter goes there and interviews him. Now, Kai is this uh, absolute stoner surfer, uh, old, uh, old uh, time, like uh, dude, bro. Dude, bro, Jeff Spicoli, uh, if I can bring it back, you really don't really you should know who Jeff Spicoli is. All right. No, nope. <laughs> but he, he's and they're interviewing him and he's just going all over the place. He's talking about everybody should love each other and totally in his dude voice, man. And then he explains what he did and how he hit the guy and he goes smash, smash, smash. All of a sudden it becomes this viral. Uh, it goes viral. It's, it's millions of people are watching it. And the reporter in his infinite wisdom thinks he's got a star in his hand and he's the only one who knows where this guy is who could contact him so he thinks he's got he's got the golden goose so all these producers all of a sudden want to want to make a reality show with this guy based on a five-minute interview where he hit somebody over the head with a machete all right so they track the guy worst down. things have been made well yes <laughs> i could see where they were going with it so they track this guy down the reporter's like holding on to him like it's his guy. All the producers have to go through this reporter because the reporter's seeing dollar signs. So they find this guy, they check him, then they bring him to LA and they're going to put him up in the in the Roosevelt Hotel, which is like one of the most famous hotels in history of Hollywood. Hollywood legends stayed there. So uh, what he does, he gets there. He's waiting outside this, this uh, famous hotel and he uh, urinates right there on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> so right there should be a red flag. Besides the machete, this should be a red flag. Should maybe it? we maybe we shouldn't make a show with this guy. We're but, pretty par for the course for Hollywood so far. No, no, they're still going to go with it. So they bring him into the hotel. He goes in, drinks everything from the mini bar, comes back downstairs and skateboards through this hollowed grounds of this hotel. So naturally, they throw him out of the hotel. Still par for the course for Hollywood. No, well, I mean, he's he's already acting like he's the star. But this guy's just so out of it. So so just oblivious. But they book him on Jimmy Kimmel. Okay. This, this is how this he's on Jimmy Kimmel late night show. He shows up at Jimmy Kimmel, and the first thing he does is he pees on Jimmy Kimmel's sign. Obviously, there's a trend here with this guy and and urination. He might have a problem. <laughs> so he goes on Kimmel. It's it's funny. It's a big hit, and this guy and there's still oh, this guy's gonna we're gonna make a show in this guy. We're gonna make a reality show. As it goes on, as they try to continue to work with him, they see he's more and more uh, not there. Unbalanced, really? unstable. Really? Finally, the producers say, we're never going to be able to work with this guy. We're never going to be able to set up shots. We'll never be able to put to put anything together with this guy because he's just gone. He's gone. So he winds up disappearing again. Uh, turns up in New Jersey uh, where he um, winds up killing a guy. He wound up uh, somehow meeting this guy, staying over his house accusations that the guy tried to rape him, whatever it was, drug him and rape him. Anyway, he winds up killing the guy, goes to trial and is now doing 57 years in prison. So it's just okay. amazing. They really jumped the gun, I think, by um, taking this five minute interview from this machete wielding hitchhiker and saying, hey, we got a show here. So like I said, you never know what's going to go viral. You terminate a thing, Michael, viral. Maybe you'll be peeing on Jimmy Kimmel's sign. I, <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Well, we all say we're not going to do it, but then we do. I can't, can't, can't argue that one. No, no, no. You never know. 
You never um, know where you'll be. I think I think that we've got a while before we get there. Yeah, I, we could go pee on the sign right now. <laughs> don't have to be we famous could. or anything. Go pee on Hollywood Boulevard. Everybody's done that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're halfway there, as they say. Are we? Halfway there. Okay. That's all I got on that. All right. Where do so, we go from here? No, I mean, I mean, we're, we're just paralleling uh, what we've done and stuff. Because I, I have worked, uh, we've done the stand up, we've tried uh, other other things in the video world, uh, radio. We, we have hit all media. We both have uh, have some uh, some background in the radio. Yeah, we've tried. We've tried being in front of the camera. Realized that didn't work. <laughs> Figured it was maybe our faces, and so then we went behind the camera, Definitely was we our faces. off camera with radio. <laughs> Yeah, my radio uh, was my first job. First started in radio, uh, first interning, and then producing a couple of uh, talk shows way back in the day. I think everybody I work with is uh, is now deceased. That's yeah. how we go. That's how we go back. But all good. All uh, all uh, enjoy. I did enjoy it. But I remember interning first couple of weeks there. We had, and this goes way back. Um, carts, you know, cartridges. All the commercials, all the music beds. Okay. Everything was on these cartridges like 60 second cartridges. And we all put this in this big uh, revolving rack. We had hundreds of them and we bring them into the studio. And at the end of the show, we'd bring them back to the office. So it was a long hallway with a turn. So it was my job to bring it right before the show started. Okay. So I'm walking down the hallway. This was in uh, ABC radio networks uh, at the time. It's big hallway, all these news uh, people there in the cubicles. And I got to make it down the office in one left turn. So I make it to the left turn. And as I turn, I tip over and every single cart falls on the floor. Alphabetical order all everywhere. As all these people, who is this dumb intern bastard (laughs) crawling on the floor looking for, okay, here's Avis. (laughs) Here's uh, what's on Burger King. Let's put that back. I was just looking for everything. And then, I'm not good at alphabetizing anyway. So it's a real mess. Oh. And people just walk. No one's helping me shaking their heads as they step over me. Uh, and um, that was the start of my radio career. And I lasted a little while in it after that debacle produced a couple of shows. But that one, I never lived down. That that was a that was a bad experience being on my knees, <laughs> on my knees, man, on your knees. And that was my radio career. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The, I used stunner. to do. I used to produce a radio show overnight in a radio station in this this um, big office building in Jersey, and I used to have to drive the host. I would. I lived in Brooklyn at okay. the time. I had to drive to Manhattan to pick up the two hosts. One lived both on them. both of them. One lived on Park Avenue. Then I had to shoot over to 70 West 79th Street. Yeah, the other guy means anything to me. All right. It's it's a it's upper Manhattan and then drive through the tunnel back to Jersey and the the Meadowlands area. So this was my job. I was chauffeur slash producer Uh, and I I, um, would pick up this uh, this old rich guy first and then I would pick up the other host of the show who was a radio guy for 100 years and then drive out to uh, do the show. Now we had two hour show. And there's nobody in the office building, right? Nobody in the office building. So we have it. We do our show. I'm producing. I'm, I'm screening the calls. I'm, I'm keeping everything moving. And we get a, like two and a half minute breaks during, okay. during the show. 
and I got to go to the bathroom. So in this entire office building are the two hosts, me and the engineer. The closest bathroom right outside the door is the women's bathroom. Men's are a little further. I got two and a half minutes. Nobody's in the building. Boom. I go right to the women's bathroom. Apparently on this night, there was someone else in there in the women's bathroom. And um, let's just say the next day, I got to notice not to use the women's bathroom anymore because obviously uh, with only four of us in there, they were going to figure out who was, who was in the women's bathroom at 1.30 in the morning in this radio station. So I didn't have the luxury, um, and this will come back to you, um, of playing a long song, a free bird, if you will, a stairway to heaven. I had two and a half minutes to get in and get out, and I did what I had to do. You're, and I stand behind that part. You're a real, you're a real winner in your in your early days. Uh, <laughs> you do what you got to do. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I I don't have I haven't had that experience because um, then you haven't lived. Um, well, I have. <laughs> I've accidentally walked into a women's bathroom once uh, because I can't read. Apparently, uh, I, I my my brain was unable to discern the shapes of the two they, characters at this they are a particular day. Yes. <laughs> um, but that's not that's not what I'm trying to talk about here. That's not how I got famous. Um, <laughs> If I did <laughs> infamous, um, no, but I did radio and uh, the people who built the radio building, thankfully, decided to put the men and women's bathroom next to each other, as any sensible person would do. Yeah, I couldn't. I, couldn't, I don't know why they weren't that close that was, on the that, other side of the hall. That makes no sense. Yeah. Honestly, well, maybe it was there. And I just decided. To uh, use it. I don't know. You know what? Either one's likely. <laughs> um, yeah. So I haven't had any of those fiascos, but I, I did have my own. Um because I had to take a test in uh, before I became a certified DJ at mm-hmm. my college. And I, I didn't even want to do it at first. You talked me into it because I didn't, I didn't have a show idea. I didn't want, I didn't have anything to tie myself down to. Cause I wanted you to pee in a woman's bathroom. No, that wasn't <laughs> okay. it. That wasn't it. Do not put that out there. Uh, I, I just didn't have a solid show idea of one specific topic to tie myself down to. So I'm like, what's the point in doing this? But anyway, I did it. Uh, and then halfway through the entire learning phase, COVID hit. And so um, the actual final test had turned out to be online, which doesn't re- never actually really affected this particular incident. But just for context, I guess. Uh, but I failed the test the first time because uh, I got two questions wrong. One of them was. What do you what do you do if you have to use the bathroom during your show? You use the closest one and you play stairway to heaven. No, <laughs> um, apparently put it put the 24 hour station into auto was not the correct answer. The correct answer was actually call somebody else to take over for you for those probably two and a half minutes. You're gone. You better call somebody. I I didn't get that, but I'm like, OK, whatever. And then the other question I got wrong is I got the name of the building wrong by the, one letter. The building you were in? Yeah. What was the name the, of the building? No, not the, the building the radio was in. I wasn't taking a test in the building. Well, well you, wa- you walked into the building. Yeah. There's the name of the building. Yeah. There. And you got it wrong. Yeah. No, no, because it was one of those things. They This is how they get you. This is how they get you. The conspiracy. The name of the building was the School of Communication and Media. Two of the multiple choice answers were School of Communication and Media 
and School of Communications so, and Media. Uh-huh. So, so they mess with your head. You're like, oh, is it that one or that one? So is communication singular? Yes. So it's just one communication? Yes. And it's not fair it's because just... most of the radio people at my school are also film majors, which is in the exact same building. I was an art major, which was in this decrepit old shack across campus. So you saying and so that... they saw the sign of the building every day. And it... <laughs> but but are you saying that it should have been like there was more than one communication? No, so the building should have been communication? I, I didn't know what yes. That's a fair I, argument. I rationed it out. Obviously, that question wasn't worth as much. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I stand by that's the reason I failed. Um Fast forward a couple months to when I do pass and I actually do get to have a show. Um, I go, screw it. I can't, I can't hold myself down to anything. Let's talk about anything and everything. Uh, so I, I came up with the name King's Chaos because King Pin shirt. I'm rocking the shirt. Congratulations. Rocking that shirt, shirt looks like looks older than the show. <laughs> well, well, that's who made the shirt. <laughs> But still, rocking the show. Represent. Uh, yes. So King's Chaos, because for 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Why are we doing math? What 16, is going on here? For nine years, I've been rolling with the nickname Kingpin for some reason. Um, and Chaos made a alliteration, which was fun. Um, so, yeah, I did that show. Kind of started off okay. I just invited one person on. We'd be like, hey, we'll talk about whatever you want. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, then I wind up doing it in person finally, which was uh, rather than pre-recorded. Yes. Uh, which was one hell of a transition. I'm sure. Because I only used the board once to do the test to pass, yada, uh-huh. yada, yada. But then everything was literally just Zoom and Premiere. Uh, well, the other show you did pre-recorded, you edited later before you put out? Is that what- yeah. So yeah. That- so most of the, the first 25 episodes of King's Chaos were pre-recorded on Zoom. I edited in Premiere just to, I don't know, knock out that boring parts or like knock out music sections, stuff like that. Good for YouTube. Good to see you moved on from my movie. Yes. Um, but then I had this weird, like this cult, not cultural shift, but this weird like shock of moving on to on air. And then. But now was the transition to because you were live now. Yeah. Was the transition there? Like if you had nothing to say, you got to. You got to keep things going. Yeah. You can't edit edit that out. Yes. You're live. So that must have been. But I never really leaned on that as a as. I was never like, oh, hold up. I I have nothing to say here. We'll just pick up in a second. That did happen at one point. I I had I was interviewing an artist and um, in my early days of interview, I'm like, oh, yeah, put whatever questions you want me to ask you into the into the document. That's not how you do an interview. Uh, but this one particular artist did that and I, I didn't read them over. Oh, and so okay. I got to a point where I'm like, I have no idea where to go from here. And then I look over and I'm like, oh, there's actually stuff here. Let me do that. And then obviously I just cut it. Well, the good thing is uh, you're okay. That's that was the thing. But you're 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 yeah. on radio. They're not seeing you. You could write this stuff down. Oh, yeah. No, I had I had documents Something for the pre-recorded is. stuff. I had outlines. Okay. Just that one okay. particular time I was not as prepared. As I could have been. I've since gotten better. I hope so. I've met we'll I've met when... with I've met with bigger, bigger people since then. Well, when we start having guests on this show, let's see how prepared you really are. What? <laughs> Look at Dare. Yeah, I got it's it. I can do okay. it. Okay. I, I we'll can see. hold my own in an interview, hold provided I remember we have it. 
we will uh we will see about that yeah um anyway long story short i did one show and it got kind of popular around the station so people would just kind of show up whenever they wanted to and oh. which which really which really added to the chaos aspect and i really enjoyed um we it was cool. people just randomly show up here okay <laughs> yes yeah. under into our basement yeah here. we don't we don't have enough issues with what we're going with right now let's add more factors into the mix um but yeah so like which, which was really good because like if you had a topic and you were kind of running a little dry a new person would come in with their perspective on the topic yeah mm-hmm. so it really portray it really captivated that that chaos that i was going for for the first 40 episodes 40 episodes yeah okay. all right and then in my radio career i also ran wound up running a video game show and on the what what? Running. Okay. Yeah, running, running, <laughs> hosting, hosting. If you're going to point out all my old references, I'm going to point out your... Uh, I haven't pointed out your... one old reference because you... I haven't understood them. You didn't know. <laughs> okay, okay. Just with Spicoli, you should know. Okay, I don't. Everyone should know that. Okay. You should. Uh, anyway, I wound up running, hosting a video game show uh, with a couple of friends and a heavy metal show with my girlfriend. And uh, not only was it a heavy metal show, uh, it was a heavy metal improv comedy story based show, <laughs> which had not been done before on the station. On the station. Yes. Mm-hmm. On that on that particular wow. station. Uh, so so I, I hold us quite proud to that one because it was something new. Like anybody can have a talk show. As you, you try can something see. different. That's good. Uh, yeah. Oh, wait, what? I almost missed that one. <laughs> Yeah, and so we we had something different, which was which was definitely interesting. It was fun to do. But what you should before you got to your shows, talk about the first show you were on and what happened there. What when you signed time? up for a show you didn't realize what it was? When I was first learning, you mean? Yes. Yeah. No, what so, show uh, did you end up on? I, I did a poor job. Okay, either I did a poor job looking at what each of the shows were, or the the website was not in the state it is now. And so I did not check the shows I shadowed. I just kind of chose a show that was convenient for me uh, in a time slot, which ended up being a sports show. And why is that a problem? May I ask? I don't have the physique (laughs) or mentality for sports. But but you must follow it and understand it. No. (laughs) Okay. so you weren't on a sports show. There's your first thing in radio without one speck of knowledge of. Yeah. And you didn't even have one sport you could rely on. Like, I don't care if it's fucking cricket or curling. I had there's not one bowling. You couldn't even do that. (laughs) I I would like to give myself some benefit of the doubt and be like it was some obscure name that didn't have sports in the title. (laughs) Probably. Bob's big I, sports yeah, show. Yeah, I, I signed up to be on the sports show without realizing what it was. Sports and nothing else. Jeez, well, I'll do this show. Oh, yeah. So that I, I always found that I would love. Or maybe to hear it was those... called. Or maybe it was called Sports Suck, and I'm like, ah, this yeah, is okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love to hear those shows of not hearing you at all on it, not uh, interacting in any yeah. way. But I, I, I didn't I didn't totally mess up. I, I went on another show called uh, Rock and Talk Radio. There you go. That that one. There's your I thing. That's your. And by God, was I awkward. It, like 
sports, rock, music, whatever it is. When I first started off, I didn't have an on-air presence at all. Oh, oh. And it's just like, hi, I know about this one thing. Uh, yeah, you know, the ACDC's got a new album. That was like the main thing I talked about for like three months. <laughs> yeah, we know we have a new album. It's not new anymore. <laughs> three months old. Wait, was it? Was it a new album? We were talking like the back in black okay <laughs> which new album are yeah. you talking about <laughs> no it, it's actually it was called power up which is coincidentally the shirt i'm wearing hey um <laughs> but they uh when did they announce i want to say they like announced it during my first testing which was the beginning of okay 2019 and they were released in like november of 2019 so i think anytime i was on radio i'm like here's what i'm gonna talk about because it's the only thing that's that good, apparently interests me at the time. Well, we will be talking. Uh, we'll be talking music. We'll be talking uh, a lot of things. We'll have a lot of guests on the show. We're looking forward to uh, who we grab, who's interested. And uh, we'll talk about um, like we have no focus. That's basically if you are, have listened to this episode, you can tell we're a little all over the road. So that's what this show is going to be. What were you saying? One of us must yeah. listen. Yeah, when one sorry. talks, someone should listen to us. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some some cool guests, uh, some cool subjects. We'll play around with something and uh, find our little uh, find our way, if you will. Yes. Yeah. And that's it. But yeah, those are our. Uh, just to recap, we uh, did stand up comedy failure. Uh, we did um, uh, social media failure. We did radio failure. Well, for you, hey, don't grow me into that. I'm doing quite well, thank you very much. Hey, I was, I was a producer of the number one show on the all Christian radio station, heard only in the parking lot of the Meadowlands, I believe. So I was nom- I was nominated for award, so. Don't make me bring up the two Emmys, man. No, we're good. We're good. I wasn't going to bring up the two Emmys. Oh, fine. Whatever. I'm cu- we're right. cutting it here. Okay. But I will bring up that I am uh, and uh, humble break here. Uh, the Our Lady of Grace Grammar School General Excellence Award winner. I'm sorry. Make that co-winner. Let's, let's give it one. up. Let's give it that up. That might be my proudest achievement. Let's give it up. Because general up. excellence means I'm good at everything. Ha. I won Presidential Excellence Award, but signed by Obama himself. But uh, anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for listening in to us. Uh, This has been Feeding the Ducks. If you would like to follow us for more, you can find us on the interweb. I I believe I believe (laughs) that we will dub this over if it is incorrect. But I believe all our handles are FTD cast. Uh, FTD cast. It's yes. on Twitter. We are on. Um, we should be on it, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, YouTube, uh, I will, Facebook. We're going to be. Uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, by the time this we'll airs, get we will. there. Uh, MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. Good. Uh, your, good. your little the uh, the uh, the convenience store down the road where they're. Uh, we'll be in uh, like AOL chat rooms. Yeah. We will hit everything. We will go back in time and hit all this. Exactly. All this stuff. Because that's uh, until someone listens. Exactly. All right. Thank you so well, much for joining us. Oh. Thank you. No, that was yes, it. I was going right. to thank, thank him, you. but you're going to thank him. All right. I'm going to thank him. Have, right. have, take care, everybody.